Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Back at it again with the jokes, the goofs. That is famously the quote. Yeah. <laughs> Back at it again with the cool jokes. That's us. Ding. And the cool whip. Ooh. Which okay. is really fucked up. And I don't know where you were. Actually, you know what? Where were you when you found out that cool whip is not whipped cream? Uh, I think it is pretty obviously not whipped cream. <laughs> What do you mean? Well, I mean, I guess it is, it is It is. whipped. Sure. You know, whipped cream, it's like it comes out of the nozzle. It's real fun. You put it in your mouth sometimes if you want to be bad. like, the, And it just goes on your hot chocolate. And I do want to be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we, fun fact about us. We're bad boys. So we, <laughs> sometimes we... Welcome to Into the Bad Boys. It's a side podcast <laughs> off of Into the Twilight. I, I feel like Cool Whip has a totally different purpose i guess i where were you when you found out you didn't know <laughs> cool whip wasn't whipped as cream. with most things pretty old sure <laughs> so yeah. <I'd> say. <laughs> yeah um uh, older than you might expect <laughs> right yeah <laughs> older than maybe the norm or maybe one would have liked right learn that information older than you might expect around the same time <laughs> that i also came to the realization that margarine and butter were different sure 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 <laughs> But that is, I'm start. I came to that realization, and then I also came to a realization older in life that I was like, oh, that's because we were poor, and it's like, oh, yes, yeah. got it. We had butter in a tub because we were poor. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Understood. Who has margarine in their homes? How are you supposed to know? <laughs> Listen, you know what? I lived that true American life where we had butter in a tub. And then we use those tubs as leftover containers. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, yeah. It'd just be like that sometimes. Hey. We can't all have fucking whipped cream out of a fancy nozzle and eat it for fun. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair. All right. That is that is very Kevin McAllister behavior. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Into the Twilight, Ooh, where we teach it's a food you about podcast. <laughs> the intricacies between widely understood food products. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. um, also widely understood cryptids as well. Ooh, yes, yes, and the ties between them. Yes, we're giving you nothing, giving you mediocrity, baby. Yes, everything you already knew, we're going to tell you. Yes. Listen, we've been saying for years now, we don't need to be smart. We just need to be funny. So right. Listen. just lower your standards. <laughs> Come on. You know what this is. Just lower you know your standards. You You're here. Hey, you don't have to be smart here. You just need to be here and yeah. be queer. So you're welcome. Done. Yes. <laughs> Cody, how the hell are you doing? I'm doing all right. I can't stop thinking about the Bernie Sanders meme. Yeah. It's all I can think about. It's everywhere. And by the time this is up, probably no, everyone will have forgotten about it. It'll be gone. We're in the apex now, and it's beautiful, 
there's so many Twilight ones. And I like went on some fucking hunts last night. I literally, it was like midnight. <laughs> and I was just like in my bed scrolling. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking, I know I've seen it on Instagram where they put fucking Bernard <laughs> in the cafeteria with the homies and like with the case to runway situation that we talked about. I know I've seen it, but I can't fucking find it on Twitter. And I was scrolling for too fucking long, <laughs> so long because you can't, search that that's the beauty of like photo-based memes is that they are inherently right. unsearchable especially if they're done right right exactly so I, I literally i was going deep i was like looking through people's likes that i know like twilight shit i was like really going in i'm like <laughs> i know it's here please just send it to me but it's fine i found them they're on our page you can look Great. at them they're beautiful how are you man what's up oh my god um <laughs> i'm just <laughs> just living just trying to you know survive yeah in this in this world currently i'm feeling a lot like <laughs> uh like breaking dawn part one um specifically after <laughs> bella <laughs> gets done with a phone call to carlisle when she realizes that she's pregnant i'm not pregnant folks um but specifically the <laughs> part where edward is like we're gonna get that thing out of you um it just like that growl Specifically having some, it's just some normal, very expected health issues right now. Um, very fun. But very just cool. that very cool, very normal, very great stuff to be having during this time in the mm-hmm. world. But just that like very, <laughs> just over it, like immediately kind yeah. of feelings from Edward is very much like the emotion that I'm having right now. Also, like, could you fucking imagine if you if you were pregnant and that's how you announced it on this podcast? Can you imagine <laughs> Like so, I've I'm kind of feeling that one scene. <laughs> if we are ever on this podcast long enough for me to be at a place where I'm financially stable enough to have a child, right. um, I can guarantee that it will be as nonchalant as that. Just be like, oh yeah, my happy thing this week is like I'm having a fucking kid, anyways. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god, that would be so fucking funny. Speaking of which. I'm so glad that I brought that up. Speaking of health issues, my happy thing this week is I was reminded of a fundamental piece of literature from my youth that I had forgotten what a visceral memory that it brought to me. I would like to bring our listeners, I would like to have you imagine in your mind palace right now, when you were going through adolescence, maybe you had an aunt like mine. Maybe you had it. Maybe you had a distant relative who had sure. no idea what the fuck to get to you for a holiday, <laughs> yeah. and or a birthday. So they decided to get you a piece of literature at this time. Maybe around like <laughs> nine years old. I think is when I got this fucking book. Yeah. And the book I'm specifically thinking of, and maybe this is the one that came to your mind as well, is the American Girl book, the care and keeping of you. Yes, <laughs> With sparkles fundamental Yo, this health book text <laughs> taught me more than any health class ever has for real for real honest to god oh. shaped me when i tell you that this book <laughs> gave me more education than any health class any parental conversation <laughs> yeah. any resource until i had access to non um AOL dial-up based internet. <laughs> right. <laughs> this book did the Lord's work literally. <laughs> For real. Um, oh my 
Anyways, so I would just like to remind you that that book exists um, and has most likely impacted a vast majority of people around you. Seriously, all the American Girl doll like nonfiction books like that, truly fundamental. I remember they truly. had they had this like one series that was like the smart girl's guide to like blank or whatever. And it was like, how do you talk to boys or like wh- how to make yeah. friends and whatever. And there was one dead ass about money. Like, how to manage your money as a young, cool girl. Fuck yeah. And that was the only way I learned about, like, credit cards and, like, what? Oh, my God. Not telling lies, just telling truths. Appreciate it greatly. Anyways, speaking of liars and telling lies, (laughs) we... (laughs) We have a corrections corner, but it's not our (laughs) fucking correction to make. Yeah, we have to correct on someone else's behalf. (laughs) On someone else's fucked up behalf. (laughs) And I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed because I swear to God, I think we talked about this like two weeks ago. Literally. I, we got to talk about Dakota Johnson, man. What the fuck happened? Hey, sorry, Dakota Johnson. All we've ever done on this show is go to bat for you and your nepotism. (laughs) What the fuck? It turns out. Miss Dakota Johnson, formerly Queen of Limes, formerly inventor of <laughs> limes, formerly pageant queen of citrus, formerly had two bowls full of limes in her kitchen, <laughs> Dakota Johnson is allergic to limes. <laughs> what is the truth, Dakota? I don't know what stage of grief I'm in, <laughs> but I, all of them. I feel like I'm in all of them right now. They're all bubbling in my stomach right now. I feel sick. But, <laughs> but or one of the first times Miss Dakota Johnson got viral before this is because she called out Ellen for lying on fucking television. Exactly. So, uh, sorry, I don't want to bring this back up to you, Dakota, but uh, that's not true, Dakota. Like, you, exactly. Exactly. What the fuck happened? All I'm saying, Dakota, is that ever since you got your teeth closed, you've been a different person. You've changed. (laughs) You've changed. And I don't know if you can sit with us at lunch anymore. Oh, my God. You say that these two fucking bowls of limes are fake? Were they plastic? (laughs) Or was your set designer really into limes and you didn't want to say no? What is the truth? I just feel betrayed, you know? I do, because I genuinely like limes. And I swear to God, we had a conversation like two weeks ago where I was like, fuck yeah, I love limes. And now I feel like we have nothing in common. No. We're looking at this article from eTalk, and it has like a compilation of a lot of tweets about this, um, which were- And all her lies. But one of them has just a close-up fucking high-res version of the book. <laughs> and they look like real limes, I think. Like, they do. I don't... Listen, all I'm saying is that, like, allergies are on a spectrum for sure. the most part. Absolutely. Right? But, 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 you cannot have two bowls of limes yeah. and be standing next to it and not have some sort of response, Right? You can't have your one response be, I love limes. I, I love, love them. Limes. Hello? What? Did they do like ADR or something? And she was like, actually, I fucking hate limes. But they <laughs> made her go back in post and be like, actually, I love limes. <laughs> like, hey, that last take was like a little aggressive. Can you like tone down <laughs> the lime? Maybe that's why that one quote sounds so fucking cryptic, right? Because she's right. She sounds like loony where she's just like i love limes i I love them maybe she's like being held at gunpoint by a fucking journalist behind the camera and being like yeah i love 
limes. I love them. They just have one of those like, what do they have? Those like little refrigerated things of just concentrated lime juice that yes. comes in like a lime thing. And they're just holding it at her at gunpoint. <laughs> they get little like spray bottles just ready yeah. to go. Oh, no. Oh, God. That makes oh, a lot God. of sense of why it would sound so fucking weird when she said it. I just think there's more to this. I think there's red string for sure. I'm, <laughs> there's something I agree. going on here. Dakota, just tell us the truth. Like, blink twice if you're okay. You Seriously, know what I mean? What happened? Like, <laughs> especially because, like, you're planning to get married to Chris Martin. Like, are you good? Oh, God. Yeah. Are you sure you're good? Are you sure? I feel like these limes have a truth to them, you know, not to sound like Q, you know, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? But like, I think there's a truth here. There's something in these limes. (laughs) Aside from like some fucking fresh flavor, I feel like there's a truth here. Oh my God. What Catch like all these fucking like conspiracy channels just like adding up all the limes and being like, here, like doing some fucking conspiracy math. It's like, this is what it means. (laughs) There's... Three showing, and there's 13 total, which connects to Taylor Swift, and she's going to have a new app. Like, oh, God. (laughs) It's all connected. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, my God. um, It just, more than anything, I think it just, like, makes me sad, because, like, I genuinely like limes. Yeah. Finally, we had some public positive lime representation, and so swiftly it got taken away from us. I know. Um, Anyway, speaking of sad, we have to talk about Edward Cullen. I guess we must. And here's the fucked up thing. It feels like we're being held at line point. <laughs> because this Screen Rant article says that it was written by Amanda Steele, mm-hmm. which, if you really think about it, kind of sounds like Anastasia Steele. Okay. But Red string. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, folks, I think that this article was written by Edward Cullen himself. <laughs> because He's here. the title of this is the 10 saddest things about Edward Cullen. And you cannot convince me that this was not written by this motherfucker. You cannot. It's such a fuckboy article. Yeah. It's just like, poor pity me. My life is so sad. Like, guys, I'm like really sad. Um, so. The first of the 10 saddest things about Edward Cullen is I, I mean, he has (laughs) had to live without a partner for many years. Yeah. I don't even know if you need a list for this, Eddie boy. Like, we read the book. We know you're a sad sack of shit. Like, we know. Especially when, like, at every possible opportunity, all he was doing was going out in the woods at night and being like, I'm sad! Like, we we got it, my dude. Yeah. We got it. We heard you. If this was an alternate timeline, Edward... Do you know what song you would be listening to driving around in your really fast car right now? Oh, stop. Don't. Because <laughs> we all know Edward. Anyways, this article is fake. It was written by Edward and he <laughs> paid off someone <laughs> with a fake name to write it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The only thing that brings me joy is just knowing how much uh, his siblings are giving him shit for posting a listicle, which feels like the most, I don't know, I feel like Edward Cullen would hate this type of writing. Like he would be very much like prose. He'd be like, why would you dip into this fake type of journalism? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Why would you lean into this clickbait? But anyway, here's 10 great things about me. Listen, the truth has to get out there, you know, and it doesn't matter what form. (laughs) 
Exactly. But anyway, here's 10 important things to know about me. I'm sad. Yeah. And I need you to remember that I'm sad. We have some important hair news. Could you take us to hair slash bad wig corner? Because it's been a minute. Ooh. It's been a minute since we talked about these busted wigs in these movies. And sometimes I think folks forget just how busted these were. Yeah. But they could have been more busted, which is what this article brings up. <laughs> they could have, which is hard to believe. Yes. This is from Brinkwire, which I don't know is real, and I am afraid to be on this website, but <laughs> the article is called sure, it sounds Robert real. Pattinson Once Revealed. Edward almost had hair extensions down to his hips. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is that a hell yeah? <laughs> I mean, Edward, no. Sure. Right. Robert, okay. hell yeah. Listen, if we learned nothing from the little of the king that we watched, <laughs> is that he could sport some longer hair if he wanted to, you know? He could. Hips, I feel like, is a little bit more maintenance than I imagine Robert maintaining. Sure, yeah. But I do, I could see him having long hair. At least, like, medium hair. Yeah, for sure. As a person. But Edward, nah. (laughs) Yeah. Nah. Like, in this universe, would Edward and Jacob just be, like, long-haired boys just, like, fighting each other? (laughs) Like, wait, oh my god. I have an amazing idea. If they both, in a world, in in a world, where <laughs> where vampires could still grow their hair, because, like, theoretically they can't anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. Edward would definitely grow his hair out <laughs> when Jacob still had his, because he's a jealous little hoe. And I imagine... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I imagine that Bella would do one of those things where, like, best friends do, where they, like, braid their hair together to make, like, one French braid. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying, because she's like, I'm Switzerland, right? And so she, like, braids their hair together (laughs) to, like, force them to be together for a day. You guys will break each other. (laughs) Yep. And now you can't escape because none of you know how to unbraid your hair. <laughs> exactly. I've trapped you in my prison. In my prison. And so they just have to go about a day with their hair attached to each other. Someone write that fan fiction, please, and thank Love you. That. Please, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I just, the idea of Edward having long hair just makes no sense to me. Yeah. From a vampire perspective of just like, it would get dirty and matted, but also from like a a fighting perspective of like one yank of your hair and you're yeah you're toast gone Sorry. yeah <laughs> we have a listener question would you like to read that oh yes this is from our unofficial intern taylor <laughs> brown town lautner and i have to say hello like unofficial time. intern hello taylor asks this isn't related to the host at all but what color slash pattern masks do you think the cullens would wear this is a great question i'm so glad that someone finally asked this <laughs> Yeah, it's about time. Alice is for sure just, like, making a fuck ton just on a whim. Absolutely. Just, like, sewing her little heart out, making sequined ones, like, doing the whole razzle-dazzle situation. Her and Esme are 100% making masks and donating them. Yes. I 100% believe that. Let's just get this out of the way before any of you come for us. We know the vampires don't have to wear them, but they do. 
right. when they are interacting with other people. So, like, right, they can't it. fucking blow their cover. They exactly. Carlisle's a doctor, for God's sake. Like, yeah, we get it. Medical professional. <laughs> Carlisle is wearing an N95. No bullshit. Yeah, no fucking around. Rosalie is definitely the kind of person who wears the mask that has the like jewelry that kind of like dangles down on it. So it yes, kind of looked like yes, a yes. necklace when you wear aren't wearing it. Yeah. That's what I see. <laughs> Mike Newton's is camo. Yes, certainly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike. I can't decide if it's either camo or if, like, his parents made him get the Newton store logo on a mask oh, and he has to wear yes. that. Yes. I do think, too, that, like, the f- maybe the first time they were all, like, getting into this and, like, figuring it out, Rosalie may have accidentally worn like the Lana Del Rey one where it's like totally not an effective yes. mask. <laughs> where it's just a bunch of holes. And and they were just like, no, 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 you can't. It's not going to affect you, but you can't wear that. You can't go out and wear that. Yeah, you cannot do that. We'll try one more. We'll try 100%. one more. 100%. <laughs> Jessica has something like LA or bust on it. Yes. Yep. Something like really cheesy on there. I feel like either... <sighs> I can't decide with Emmett's. It's either just bears or yeah. it has the um, Seattle Seahawks on there. But it's very, like, sportsy. Yes. Yeah. Big bro. Bro vibes. Big bro vibes. <laughs> Big bro vibes. <laughs> um, I do think that Jasper did try to get a Confederate flag one. No. And then he realized, <laughs> he realized the connotations for it and was like, oh. It's like, Actually, second thought. Actually, fuck. Um, mm. And so he got a BLM one instead. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. That's my head Just a quick pivot. <laughs> Just a real, he went the opposite direction because I need yeah. him to do that. I have two ideas with Charlie. He's either going to be one of those people that has like fish on it. Or sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> he's gonna wear one that he had Bella order for him online and it's gonna be one of those that like replicates what your mouth looks like and so it has his like mustache on it <gasps> stop oh my god <laughs> like oh, that it has his mustache god. and his lips on really it but fucking... it's like too blown up so it's like too large <laughs> I feel like also he would god what is what beer does he drink it's like Rainier yeah Rainier if it was yeah. Rainier it's just like the logo on it like <laughs> just <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm a fan. I support Yeah, what about it? <laughs> yeah, what about what it? What about it? I'm chill. I'm, I'm cool. the police chief. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a cool dude. Bella's is obviously some sort of fucking like Bronte classic book print. Like it's probably just like a fabric of a fucking book because she's yeah, a nerd. Right. Or it's just like a really lengthy passage from one of those books, but like the <laughs> font is really small, so like you can't, and it's not like a really legible sort of surface material. And she won't let anyone get close enough to read it, no. so she's like, actually, it's just like really important, so. It's actually just, it's just for me, actually. Just don't even, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Edwards is, I know that he would never wear this, but, because um, he would know what it is immediately, but something about my brain went to, like piano notes or like a sheet note music um and sure. it's just yeah. Linkin Park <laughs> yes so <laughs> yeah I feel like he would be like a classic black just a plain black just a plain one. yeah whatever which is fine but I feel like Bella or Alice as like a joke would have given him one just has like 
little sparkles on it <laughs> just like oh my just god like little stars and stuff and being like, and he's like i'm never gonna wear this <laughs> and they're like but come on <laughs> it's funny 100 percent. i love this question i definitely want to know what other people's are because i personally my fabric masks are just like plain solid colors because i yeah same i don't give a sh- and also i don't go outside so like <laughs> i don't care um right. but every time i see people yeah. that have like matching masks i'm like oh wow I love it. We have another question here of a suggestion for our bonus Jonas episodes, which if you all don't remember, you can suggest for our bonus Jonases and tell us what to do. This is a suggestion that we got from Tori, who suggested that we watch a documentary on Amazon Prime that came out in 2012 um, (laughs) called Twilight Broken Hearts, um, which I looked up on... Amazon Prime, and it's apparently about Rob and Kristen's relationship, and it is over an hour long. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and the top review on it Ooh. is one star from a person named Posey that says, suck up Hollywood, quote, journalism. And 13 people <laughs> found that helpful. So. Wow. All right. You have my attention. <laughs> yeah. Until we get to that bonus bonus, though, we have to talk about the host. And there is Hell yeah. quite a bit going on this week in the host. Yeah. We got some beefy chapters this week. <laughs> we, got, we do. We have a little bit of a, we've got some beef going on here. When we last left off, we had a very Port Angeles-esque fight. Mm-hmm. We had an MTV-esque Cribs tour with Jeb. Yes. And how could you ever forget? And then we left off with some sort of room that we did not know what it was. And that's all we knew. So we get into chapter 17 and it's called Visited. Ooh. Now, I wonder what that could be about. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie Meyer famously known for her subtlety. Exactly. This chapter, I could say, is broken up into two parts. The first part continues on with our MTV-S Cribs tour. <laughs> the tour is not over, fellas. The tour is not over. Strapping. We get a lot more information about this place that we ended up with on the last chapter, mm-hmm. where we find out it's this, like, dark, dank, domed place. And we find out that this cave that they have been in has volcanic rock in it. Ooh. Very intriguing. The thing that I find incredibly confusing at the start of this chapter is that we're supposed to believe that Wander is the best of their kind at whatever these aliens are supposed to do. The best mm-hmm. of their kind. Has been a professor towards these other ha- aliens taking over human souls and has been on other planets as well. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Truly... Mr. Wanderer Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the start of this chapter, Wanderer is like, hmm, I hear quite a few voices. And they're murmuring, you know, Stephanie's favorite word, murmur. Yes. Yeah. And they're echoing off of these walls. And I'm so confused, but I keep walking and I don't know what's going on. And then I get closer and I find out that it wasn't, in fact, people murmuring at all. It was rivers. It was rivers. Sorry. You mean to believe. You want me to believe 
that this person who was a professor right. who talked top to, of the field no, top of the field top of their job who yeah. has spoken to humans who knows what humans sound like and other creatures yeah. cannot tell the difference between a human <laughs> voice and what a river sounds like and what a river? the actual <laughs> like what the sweet fuck yeah, that's uh, it's a little it's a little sus, my guy. What? what so this chapter there? doesn't start off great. Yeah, maybe we're a little rusty, you know, on what, <laughs> what human sounds. It's like. not a great start. <laughs> yeah. Now, I want to give Be- Wander the benefit of the doubt, right? Because Wander and Melanie have been stuck in this cave, right? Small cave for sure. yeah. days at this point, right? Not a lot of interaction with other people. They've been in the desert beforehand. Like, I get it. Not good conditions. But also, the last time that I checked, rivers sound different than humans. <laughs> Just like on a general, like, yeah. rivers don't equal humans. <laughs> Unless Fact it's check. like... Rivers, not people. (laughs) I need Snopes to get on this, but the last time that I checked, they're not the same. They're not the same. Yeah. Anyways, Jeb is doing this nice little tour. He's like, hey, what's up? We got these rivers. They're hot springs. Don't fall into them. It's dark. You'll die. You're going to boil yourself to death. Back here, we got a cool ass cave. This is where you take baths. We dug it up. Nice deep tub. It's dark in here, but you can take a bath. It'll be cool as hell. We got another cave back here. Also dark, but it's where you can go piss. Do you want to go piss? Do you want the rest of this chapter to be where you go piss? Do you want to go to the piss cave? Let's make the rest of this chapter. Let's make the rest of this chapter where you go to the piss cave. I swear to God, folks, the rest, not the rest of this chapter, but like half of this chapter. It's about Wander being like, oh no, should I go in the piss cave? I think I need to go in the piss cave. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. Yeah. There's a lot of experiences that Wander is dealing with, right? I also, I cannot, I've never been in a volcanic underground cave before. I sure. can imagine <laughs> that's probably pretty scary. I can imagine, yeah. especially when you've been stuck in a cave being fed the same food for days on end after getting your shit rocked, probably yeah. pretty scary. <laughs> Might make it really scary if you have to feel, like, vulnerable going to the bathroom. But also, Stephanie, you've spent several pages at this point about someone going piss in a piss cave. What's up with that? Yeah. Last time I checked... Um, any of your other characters, um, did not use the bathroom. Well, that's not true. But when they went to the bathroom, we were not taken along on that experience. No. So, new thing, cool, but also... trying something a little different. (laughs) Trying to spice it up, you know? Right. Really, I was missing from Twilight? Bathroom scenes. And, and just lengthy bathroom scenes. Yeah. Why was there not... Listen, we, there was a lot of shit in Midnight Sun because that b- book was 7,000 pages long. Not once right. did I know how Edward pissed. <laughs> and, like, the only thing I know about Edward's bathroom habits is that one time when he ate pizza and then he, I knew he had to throw it up later. Right. That's it. And that's, that's good. That's an interesting yeah. piece of character development. I'm intrigued by that. Right. 
And as far as we know about Bella, I could almost bet money on it that throughout that whole book series, she went to the bathroom three times. Like once in Twilight when she first got there, maybe four times. Yeah. Once when Edward was sleeping over and she was like, I need human time. Yeah. Once when she was leaving in Twilight and she like ran into the bathroom to like get her things, but she like wasn't going to the bathroom. She was just grabbing her stuff. Sure. And then in Breaking Dawn when she yardsed. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We weren't like taken along for the ride and that's okay. Right. Because I... I'm pretty confident with how most people yeah. go to the bathroom. Right. I got it. Pretty standardized process. Pretty standardized. <laughs> you don't have to paint me a picture, you know. I'm so good without yeah. it, Steph. <laughs> like, I do like the idea that Steph was like, all right, listen, there wasn't a lot of pissing content because that's, you know, you're, we don't, that's self-explanatory. But maybe she was like, but how do aliens piss? Do people, <laughs> do people need to know how aliens use the bathroom? Stephanie. You could have done anything else. Steph, we don't have to do this. Why? How did we do this? And then we get, like, no other information as they are, like, walking back. What I will say is that we have gotten a lot more Jeb content in this book than I expected, which I appreciate because I, I, this man is cool as hell. Yeah. He's, like, pretty chill. This guy can hang. I had pretty low expectations for an old man with a gun. I was like, whoa. (laughs) And he's so far just been, like... Just stay out of my business. Like, don't fuck things up here. And I'm like, all right, I can respect that. So as they get back yeah. to her, like, regular, uh, back to Wander and Melanie's regular cave slash prison place, we find yeah. that there is another person uh, waiting there. And you might be wondering, dear listener, is it another person who starts with the letter J? And you would be correct. <sighs> Look at you. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not difficult enough with two characters whose names start with J, of our dear Jeb and then our very angry Jared. Um, But now we finally get to meet present day Jamie, who's very small. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, Melanie's legs start to buckle and inside of Wander just starts to like sob uncontrollably. Very understandable for being able to see her sibling. And Wander this time around realizes like, oh, that's not going to, that's not going to go well. Um, I need to just, (laughs) I just need to like shut you up this time. Because last time with Jared, I got my shit rocked and I don't want to die. Let's not do that again. So you need, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, I need to make you stop this. The way that Jamie is described Reminds me a lot of Seth. I think that mm-hmm. from what I can tell, I think Stephanie has a a particular soft spot. Like when she imagines young boys, like young men, I think she has the similar image. And when she described Seth in the Twilight series, she was like, I don't know if I got enough of that. I need to do yeah. that again. That's my Jamie. safe space. <laughs> I need soft, yeah. small boys to write. <laughs> I need to write more about 14-year-olds and, like, really talk about that adolescence here. Yeah. And so this dialogue between them is, like, very clipped. It's very clear that, like, he is – he can tell that this is his sister's body, but it is not his sister, which makes it very hard um, when they are talking to each other. 
especially when Wander is giving up more information than they might have wanted mm-hmm. to. Right. Because <laughs> Wander keeps being like, God damn it, like, I didn't mean to say this. Like, yeah. I can't help myself. I'm a natural-born storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> and also just, like, it seems like Jamie is being far more vulnerable than they might have expected. Right. And so they feel compelled to say more about not only Melanie's situation, but also, like, how they ended up here. Mm-hmm. And that definitely makes it sadder, <laughs> um, especially when he's like, you're yeah. not Melanie, but you're inside her. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, starting to put the pieces together, which makes it very sad. The conversation between them definitely doesn't get that far. Because, of course, very angsty, very angry Jared comes in. He, like, metaphorically kicks down the door, but you can't do that with a cave because they'd all die. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Does it with his mind. (laughs) He does. He does it with his mind. He very much, like, causes a scene when it's very clear that, like, Jamie and Wander are talking. Jared comes in and sees this, but, like, Jeb is here, and he's just, like, observing the situation. Like, nothing is going wrong, but Jared's like, rawr, like, you didn't tell me about this. Very masculine, controlling energy. Um, That is annoying. Especially because it makes it so that Jamie has to leave, and it's clear that he did not get the answers that he was looking for, which is a bummer. So, that made me very sad for him. Just because I think that that's, it's clear that some sort of closure seemed important. That's why he came in the beginning. Right. Um, And, of course, Jared is like, no, no closures. I don't give a shit about what you want. (laughs) Rawr. Um, Yeah. And it's annoying. He's just so angry all the time. And it's just like, can you just communicate what you want instead, please? Please. (laughs) That's not too much to ask, is it? <laughs> it apparently. Apparently it is. Um, chapter 18 yeah. then is titled Bored. And I'm very excited to tell you all that this chapter is brought to you by Tessa Violet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, that I'm very happy that the young babies are getting into Tessa. It makes me very happy. Love that for them. I do. I love that for them. It makes me incredibly excited. That is, it is just mind boggling (laughs) to know Um, as someone who has like watched her grow Mm -hmm. since like forever ago. Big glasses, sham wow fucking videos on her. Like like, literally, like Ray William Johnson days. Stop. Don't you say (laughs) his name. (laughs) And it's just like, they... Every time that they see, they're like, sorry, you went by Mika Kitty? And it's like, don't even, you don't even yeah. know. <laughs> like, don't talk to history, me. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like, don't talk about your history until you know your history. God damn yeah. it. Anyways, so this is titled Bored. And you might be like, hmm, I wonder why. Hmm. We essentially go through four days of Wander and Melanie's life here. And nothing happens. And you might be wondering, hmm, Stephanie, I wonder why you put this in here. I also have the same question of why. (laughs) Yeah. What is the point? What is the point? Especially because there is a part quite early into this chapter where we find out, confirmed by Wander, that Jared does not breathe. 
Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Very good. Cool. Does not, he does not audibly <laughs> breathe. Super normal. Super good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great things. They are just chilling in here. Jared won't let other people come to Wanderer. Won't let Wanderer leave. Mm-hmm. We don't really know why, other than the fact that he's being really stubborn and has a lot of, like, face clenching. Yeah. Which is subtle and angry. <laughs> but we get then to my favorite part of this <laughs> chapter. <laughs> Which is what I can imagine now has been about a week. And there is, there's been a lot of monotony at this point. Melanie and Wander are starting to imagine voices in their head, which is not a good sign. Um, still getting two meals a day, still the bread, still the soup, still the vegetables. But then there are some sometimes like extra treats. And this is where things get a little bit wild. Yeah. I'm curious about this addition to the apocalypse, that there are still somehow packaged foods. I assumed, falsely, I guess, that the apocalyptic Twinkies from the desert was like a one-time occurrence. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And not that, like, there was going to be a somewhat consistent supply of them in Just the like, volcanic cave. Yeah, like a little snack supply in this volcano Okay. The way that they're making it seem down here is that they have one of those, like, vending machines. Right, for sure. And I, I just want to know, like, where did they raid a Costco at some point? Yeah. To get a supply of red vines and Snickers and Pop-Tarts? I have so many questions. Maybe, like, when the apocalypse was happening, they, like, found, like, the basement of one of those extreme couponers who just (gasps) hoard shit all the time. And, like, those pantries, those huge pantries. And they're like, fuck it. This is good. (laughs) Let's go. This is our snack stash. (laughs) Because when Stephanie is describing Jared slowly opening this bag of Cheetos, the amount that my current self just became so viscerally excited for Cheetos, Mm -hmm. like I was also in the apocalypse, was disgusting. She said fake powdered cheese, and I was like, you know what sounds so fucking good right now? Cheetos. And that's messed up because (laughs) I can't tweet, I want Cheetos right now, Given yeah. the cultural connotation that Cheetos has in America. <laughs> but you know what sounds so good right now is yeah. Cheetos. <laughs> and it's oh, so fun. Truly a, truly a pickle. <laughs> it really is. Because sometimes, listen, here's the thing. I have no taste. Real cheese is not my thing. Charcuterie boards don't do it for me. But fake yeah. powdered cheese... That, that does it for me. That's the stuff. That is elegance. (laughs) That does it. Yes. (laughs) It's important. We can't all have important taste. I'll just leave that fake, that real good cheese for people who will actually enjoy it. Or take Instagrams of it or something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, (laughs) the end of this chapter is where shit actually like pops off a little bit. Um, 
we get this like update from Ian and Kyle that apparently the reason why Wander has been kept in the cave to explain this a little bit um, is that there has been a, a search party out for Wander, which makes sense. I had assumed that some sort of search party would have existed, but right. they explained that like they had been in and around the car that they had left um, and that the seeker that we had known about, the very angry one who um, Melanie despised, was the only one out of all of the other Seekers who still continued to look for Wander after all of the other ones gave up. And so they were very confused when, after talking about said Seeker, Wander got incredibly ill Mm -hmm. and felt very sick. And this is the first time that Jared has, like, talked to Wander being like, all right, listen, I know you can talk. <laughs> You're getting yeah. very upset about this. Tell me whatever it is that you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes a little bit more sense about what has been going on and like why Wander has been kept away from everything. I feel like if Jared had developed his communication skills, that would have been helpful for Wander to know. Right. But you know what? Could have come to that realization a little bit earlier, you know? Right, sure. But yeah, like, why communicate things to people? That's you know? so boring. <laughs> Not fun. That's just, like, so helpful, you yeah. know? Ooh. Right. So I imagine that we are going to get a little bit more sharing Next week with chapters 19 and 20. Ooh. Yes. But until then, we have some fantastic patrons to thank. Ooh. Yes. Would you like to start? Absolutely. Shout out to Mallory Hardwick. Pew, 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 pew. Thank pew, you pew. to Katie Black. Shout out Kylie Minty. Thank you to Elizabeth James. Ooh, yeah. Thank you, Jess Love. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Shout out Carrie Goldberg. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Thank you. Zoe Steele. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Shout out Amy Taylor. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Shout out Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Woohoo! Thank you to Aaron Weber. Thank you to Gwen Stanley. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh, yes. Shout out Jay Molina. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Shout out Kelly Beck. Thank you to Aaron Salinger. Ow, ow. Shout out Sophia Salinger. Thank you to India Peach. Thank you, Casey Yorkie. 
And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Sarah Blythe. Ow! Yes! Okay, I have a little, I have a fanfiction for you. Ooh. I have a little bit of a backstory of an email that goes along with this as well. I love it. So this is an email from Michelle that gives a little bit of a thank you for us, um, saying that our podcast has been a bright spot during the Newtons for them. Their backstory is that it says, I read Twilight and New Moon for the first time around May to June 2007 when I was 14. And can I just say, I'm glad the newer generations reading Twilight will never have to go through the extreme angsty depression that is reading New Moon and not knowing (laughs) that there was going to be a third book and fourth as well. Like, the entire time I was reading it, I thought Edward was going to be good, gone for good, and my life, along with Bella's, was over. I'm sure if I'd bothered to look at the internet, I would have found details about Eclipse's upcoming release, but the internet was different back then, and I wasn't entrenched into the Twilight online community then. Anyways, we made it through, so it all turned out okay. The reason I wanted to email you guys was that I needed to share this awful fanfic that I accidentally stumbled upon. Anyone who was ride or die... Team Edward, I heard that Midnight Sun finally was released and was like, hell yes, it's more than 10 years later, but I will read this and revert back to my teenage self. But like, Stephanie is problematic and I didn't want to give her money, so I just found a PDF, for legal reasons, this is a joke, to read online. In chapter nine, though, it got weird. Somehow, in trying to read the real Midnight Sun, I'd accidentally stumbled upon a fanfic that is like the actual worst. I guess the premise is that Stephanie gave Bella and Jacob a copy of Midnight Sun and they are reading it together before any of it has happened and I just hate it so much. I stopped really reading it once the narration stopped or started, but I skimmed the rest and I think it's only in some chapters, so that's weird and inconsistent. So, in this fan fiction that they sent to me, it is from the free online novel.com and it does not have an author attached (laughs) so for legal reasons (laughs) uh this is a this is a joke of what i'm reading to you right now um but um michelle who sent this to me included an excerpt for me to read to you right now I love that. So this is the selection that they are reading from the fake Midnight Sun. Okay. Oh, Bella. Yes. Tomorrow it's my turn. Her forehead puckered. Your turn to what? Ask the questions. Tomorrow, when we're in a safer place, surrounded by witnesses, I would get my own answers. I grinned at the thought and then I turned away because she made no move to leave. Even with her outside of the car, the echo of the electricity zinged in the air. I wanted to get out, too, to walk her to the door as an excuse to stay by her. No more mistakes. I hit the gas and then sighed as she disappeared beside me. It seemed like I was always running toward Bella or running away from her, never staying in place. I would have to find some way to hold my ground if we were ever going to have any peace. Well, that's most definitely true, Bella said. I wonder what he's going to ask me. Well, it looks like you're going to have to wait a long time to figure out, Jacob said, (laughs) putting the book down. Why, Bella said, looking at the clock. It was nine. We still have some time. That's not why, Jacob chuckled. It's because that was the end of the book. What, Bella said? That can't be the end. There's so much more. I don't know what happens. 
Sorry, Bells, that's it. <laughs> Jacob shrugged. Is there a note <laughs> or anything like that? Bella asked, picking up the book and noticing a small note that read, I'm sorry that this was all that I could give you, but this was all I could write before you got to school. <laughs> but there's no need to worry. Your story goes on for a long time after this. <laughs> Bella frowned as she read this. But how could this person end the book here, but promise that there is a lot more for her to find out? Who is this <laughs> SM person? Um, I'm not sure, but it's the person that left me the note in the first place, Jacob said. <laughs> End scene. Damn. <laughs> wow. Um, so, Michelle, uh, fuck you. <laughs> um, and also thank you. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Also, I'm very curious, Michelle, how far you got into this that you were like, uh, what is this? Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is the one Real. I'm looking for. <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. <sighs> that definitely feels like a Disney, like, pull out of the camera, pull out of the dream, like, pull out of the camera. Um, yeah. thing. Um, Jesus real. Christ. It's been a moment since we've had a a really bad one on there. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you oh. for your service. <laughs> Truly. Um, Jesus Christ. Well, um, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. <laughs> and get whipped. Woo. Into the Twilight is an earbud media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at into the twilight show at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.